fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. There are some stories where no matter how you read it, you can't stop but laugh and realize how absurd, ridiculous, hypocritical, blind, ignorant, naive, whatever you want to call it, what they are on the left side of the aisle. Sometimes you just got to sit back and chuckle and laugh and say, wow, there's really people that support this garbage. Hey, welcome into the Voice of Reason. We got a big show lined up for you today, broadcasting live. Out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station, all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be. We appreciate you, your Millennial General, reporting for duty. Hopefully you had a wonderful weekend. It was a busy weekend for me. It was really We tried to do a garage sale. It was like a community garage sale around the area. We tried on Saturday, got it all set up, uh, got home Friday, we set up the tables, we were getting stuff out there, marking things, doing our stuff. Saturday comes around, wake up at 5 a.m., now, you know me. I'm not a morning person. I used to do a morning radio show. I'm not a morning guy. Uh-uh. Just, I can't do it. I struggle with that. Anything before 7 a.m. is not the morning. It is still the middle of the night. But, got up at 5 a.m. on Saturday. Trying to get stuff set up, get stuff stickered, you know, get the big stuff out there. The, the, the uh, electronics and stuff that couldn't be out there just in case it rained. Got it all ready. And then what happens? It rains all day and no one shows up. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened on Saturday. But nonetheless, it was still a great weekend. It was busy. It was nice. We still had some fun family time. It was a good time all around. So hopefully you had a great weekend. And let's kick back into the gear here, shall we? It's a Monday, and we got, we got a lot of stuff to get to. We are next week. I'm looking at the guest lineup for the program, which no guest today, surprisingly. You and I just chit in the chat, doing our thing, advancing conservatism the way that we like to do on the show. We had a guest, uh, had some scheduling conflicts, wasn't able to do it, so we'll get him rescheduled either later this week or next week. But hold on, let me swing across the studio here as I grab my calendar. Looking at the calendar, I am super excited because the next two days we have two guests in a row, top and bottom of the hour. So the entire day, tomorrow and Wednesday, completely full with guests. Thursday, Friday, we're booked out. Monday through Friday next week, we're booked out. And then we're already about into Wednesday the following week. So <laughs> we're killing it on the show. Now, I'm really excited about the guests coming up the next few days because uh, now, there's a couple of them that just came across my table today, and I got them booked for tomorrow because I was that excited. There's a gal on Twitter that does the Tweety thing. I followed her for a long time. Had I had no idea who she was. She just had good content. I thought that she was really interesting. She talked about a lot of really cool stuff on Twitter, politically-wise. Come to find out, she's some major political pundit, commentator, and she's just coming out with a new book that gets released tomorrow. So we're going to have her on the program tomorrow to talk about the release, Ashley St. Clair. And you can find her on the Tweety that way as well. So excited to have her on tomorrow as well. Eric Finman is going to be on with the Freedom Phone. I'm sure you've heard that. It's been making the rounds, trying to compete against Apple and against Android uh, to protect your privacy, actually, and to give you another option in the market that allows you to keep your privacy and doesn't have the government collecting data on you, doesn't allow the companies to do the metadata collection on you. The Freedom Phone, the the founder of it, the creator of it, Eric Finman, he'll be on the program with us tomorrow as well. So we got some really cool stuff this weekend, next week, and uh, don't miss a single bit of the program. But today... You and I, man, chit in the chat, doing our thing. We have the live stream up on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, 
uh, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Our Freedom Book, Instagram, TikTok, and other places, plus the website, of course, at HoosierReason.com. There are some stories that when you read them, you try to wonder what goes through some people's heads. There is obviously a big, massive left-wing socialist utopian movement happening in this nation right now. They are desperate to take control. They're wanting to upheave the Constitution, upheave every traditional value that we have, and it's our job to fight back. Now, what I want to know, though, is outside of their movement, which we attack on the philosophical basis every day, and it's easy to pick apart their arguments because they're stupid. They're very short-minded. They're very narrow-minded. They're very emotional, but yet not in a good emotion to where you're actually doing something good, but emotional that they're reactionary. Remember what your parents always used to tell you, that if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all, or to think before you actually say something? These people forgot that memo, or they were never taught that. Because on the progressive socialist end, if you're against you know any type of just open borders immigration, if you're against any type of whatever, then you're evil, you're horrible, you're racist, you're bigoted, you're closed-minded, you're, yeah, because it's an emotional response. They don't have any substance to it. It's just an emotional response. But my, outside of all that, we attack that every day. I'm focused on how they organize so beautifully. You know what I mean? You got the Black Lives Matter movement over the last year that has just blown up after a event that happens in a city. The next day, they have professional-made signs. They had professionally-made T-shirts. They have, like, you know, just uh, uh, pallets full of bricks. I mean, they're ready to go, man. They're ready to protest. They're ready to destroy city. They're ready to do their thing. But it's all made professional. It's, like, printed out, and it's laminated, and it's all cool, and it's looking, and they got T-shirts, and they're all uniformed, and they're, they're cool. They do that the day after an event. How does that happen? Are they just sitting around wet? I'm ready. I'm ready for a cop to attack a guy. I'm ready for something to happen. So that way they can go out and they already got it pre-made and pre-ready to go. But then when you look at like George Floyd, for an example, they already had George Floyd names on billboards that were printed out. How do they do that? Well, apparently there's an entire market for this. There's a market. There's actually companies that are just making this stuff for people to buy, which I find hilarious because... Outside of just the movement of, you know, Black Lives Matter or freedom or equity because I'm not a human being anymore, I'm just a piece of equity for the government, whatever, they have pieces that are actually attacking ideas, attacking ideas like capitalism, because capitalism is really evil. Now, think about this for a second. We have a capitalist country that allows businesses, private businesses to make their products and then sell them to the consumers. And people don't like that system because people are making money and they're evil and they're going to be rich and a bunch of evil rich people and the 99% versus the one percenters and all these other arguments. The businesses that are able to fill the void in the markets and in the gaps create products for the consumer. These businesses are now making products attacking capitalism that people buy for profit. The business that's making the product, capitalism's evil, hooray Che Guevara, let's go tyranny, we, socialism's awesome. They make these products that people use and purchase with their hard-earned money or their mom's money that they stole from their purse while they live in their basement. Whatever the scenario is, I'm not judgy here, pays for this to profit the company that's making the products that say that capitalism's evil. I don't know how that makes any sense, but there is somebody trying to piggyback on the whole branding idea because they realized that maybe Donald Trump had something going on being a business guy before going into politics, being a business guy that was actually worth $3.5 billion before he actually went in to become president of the United States. Yeah, he was a marketer. 
He knew how to market products. He knew to, how to move products. He knew how to sell products. He knew, he knew how to make deals. He knew how to sell things. He knew how to make money. That's what he did. So now you see everybody on the Republican side that's a Trump supporter wearing a MAGA hat, make America great. Why? Because he's smart that way, and he marketed himself as the man that's making America great again. So you wear the red hat that says MAGA. Everybody knows exactly what that means. Regardless of whether you like Donald Trump or not, you got to admit his brilliance on the marketing scheme there, right? Now, the left side of the aisle, they hate that. They don't like the red hat. They attack people with red hats because they identify very easily. Oh, they're the red hat with the MAGA. Let's go beat them up. But the left is also realizing at the same time, we're losing money. But I thought the left didn't like money because it was socialist that they wanted. They wanted socialism. They wanted to attack capitalism. So they go after the evil capitalist jerk. They went after Donald Trump for being worth billions of dollars and not relating to the common folk, even though he relates more than Hillary Clinton, who obviously had to take lessons on how to relate to the common folk while she was running for president of the United States. But there's a new person that sunk in a lot of money into branding and marketing schemes. And that would be none other than, oh, yes, you guessed it right, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I know. As according to Reuters.com, she's invested more than $1.4 million in the first six months of 2021, branding herself, making merchandise and products with sweatshirts, T-shirts, uh, bumper stickers, initial slogans, uh, saying either AOC or tax the rich or fight for our future. Whatever slogan that she's coming out with, she's branding herself by spending almost $1.5 million in merchandise on socialist propaganda bullcrap. Now explain to me how, again, this is where the funny comical part comes in here, how the left side of the aisle doesn't look at here and be like, wow, you are the biggest hypocrite jerk I've ever met in your entire life. But guess what? It works. And they love it. So the ones that attack a evil capitalist system, making all the money and profiteering for these businesses that actually make all these products for you, they're not stupid enough to realize that that actually comes out and makes them profit. The company's making it, by the way. And then they buy it with money that they, unless they're trading it. I don't know, unless they're trading it for like marriage of Juana or something. I don't know. But they're selling the product, making money from of it, profiteering from of it. And then the other side saying, well, we, we hate capitalism. We like socialist stuff like AOC. So because of how funny they are, I figured why the heck not come out with some Voice of Reason products? I mean, if you're going to be able to spend on that stuff to try and promote your agenda, I'm here to help you. We will be the ones that profit from it. You be the ones that promote your ideas and see how well it works out for you. What do you think? The Voice of Reason needs these products. We can profiteer off of them, and they can promote their ideas and agenda however they want to. I will be here to help. I'm a helper. I'm a giver. I'm a lover, baby. That's what it's all about. So I'm going to help you help yourself promote your ideology. So we have... Your very own Voice of Reason protest and yard signs that I'll provide for you for any type of protest that you may be looking to do in the very near future. You can contact me at network at gmail.com. Number one, what do you think? We could have yard signs or actually picket signs would be better. Picket signs that say money is stupid. $10. Give me 10 I'll give you a yard sign or the picket sign, money is stupid. But you got to do it creatively. So like the money is stupid, you do a dollar, like the actual picture of a dollar is, and then stupid for the S, you do the cha-ching, you know, dollar sign. Stupid. Money is stupid, $10. I'll sell that to you. I'll, you know what? You go and protest all you want to with that. 
Here's the other one, gun-free zone. We'll make that in a sign yard uh, for a yard sign. You can put that right in your front yard. Let everybody in the community know that you are a gun-free zone, that you are happy, you are lovey-dovey, and no one will mess up your, with your stuff because they know that you are a gun-free zone. Charge for that one, you give me a 9mm rifle or a handgun. A handgun. You know what? That'd be better. 9mm handgun, I'll give you a gun-free zone yard sign. Here's the next one for you. Gender-free T-shirts. You can let everybody know that you don't have a gender in any way, shape, or form. You are gender-free with your T-shirt. $20 for men's sizes, $15 for women's. <laughs> what? Come on. I mean, we got to get the right size. I got to know what size you need. Do you need a men's large? Do you need a women's medium? What do you need here? $20 for men's, $15 for women's, gender-free T-shirts. So that way you can identify as whatever you want to and let people know that you don't have a gender identification. Here's the next one for you. Ways to Fight Capitalism app. You can download the downloadable app on your phone, Android or iPhone. Ways to help fight capitalism. An easy $5 a month payment on Android or Apple. Whatever's convenient for you, you can pay for that one into the capitalist company that's making that money, uh, which would be the voice of reason said here and Apple or Android, whatever, and ways to fight capitalism and ways to help try and destroy the evil capitalist system. What do you think? I think we should come out with these Voice of Reason products. I'm telling you, they're going to be a hit. If AOC's sinking $1.5 million into these products, might as well we do it too. We need a piece of that pie. And we can play on the fools on the other side that just don't get it, that are the gullible, ignorant idiots that we like to just toil with as puppets. Because that's exactly what they are. Lots more coming up on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss Part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I gotta say, the other side is absolutely comical. Sometimes, again, you can't be mad at times. You just need to laugh. You need to shrug it off and laugh and realize how absurdly ridiculous they are. For example, outside of the anti-capitalist capitalists that they are, it's kind of like, remember Michael Moore and his documentary Capitalism, and then he made like $10 million off of it from people going to the theater, buying a ticket in the evil capitalist system that profits the movie theater from you know, putting on the product or putting on the movie, going in there, buying popcorn, buying a candy bar, buying a soda, going in and then watching a movie from Michael Moore about how evil capitalism actually is. You can't make this up. You, I couldn't create a film that would try to describe this better than what they do on their own because if you, if you truly believed in your ideas, then you would live those ideas. And, and look, this goes on both sides. We need to remember here, too, that, you know, our values that we hold near and dear to us need to make us who we are and how we live our life on a daily basis. If you don't like doing a certain thing, then don't do that while criticizing others as well. Uh, but this is the epitome of the left because they really don't believe it. There are some diehards, but then the diehards even find an opportunity to profit or be successful from that because I've told you before, I really think that the Democrats and the progressives on the other side that hate evil rich people isn't because that they're evilly rich. It's just because that they're envious that they don't have that amount of cash either. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know who I'm talking about. Um, oh, I don't have the clip right in front of me. Darn, messed that one up. Uh, there it is. Old, this is a garbage disposal. Yeah, okay, sh- her right there. She's the one that said anybody that makes more than $10 million should be taxed 100%. You don't need more than $10 million. You never need more than $10 million. You'll never, ever need more than $10 million in your life. Anything that you make above that each year then goes 100% to the government because we need these programs to spend on. And Guess what? She signed a deal with Netflix for $10 million for a documentary on her great success and how she rose into politics from being a bartender and graduating with a semi-business degree or economics degree in college. <laughs> Makes me laugh just thinking about that, that she made $10 million. And now what did she do? The evil socialist that hates capitalism is now sinking one and a half million dollars in the first six months of the year into merchandise that talk about how great socialism is and how great she is trying to brand herself, kind of mimicking a successful Donald Trump, which if you mention that to her, she'd lose her mind. But again, you just can't make that stuff up. Here's another great story for you. What have Democrats and even some moderate Republicans been saying? You need to mask up. COVID-19 is going to kill you. You Listen to the government. Listen to Anthony Fauci. Listen to the World Health Organization. Listen to the CDC. You need to socially distance. You need to wear the mask. Get the vaccine. Right? I mean, when we say, wait a second, why are we, if we got the vaccine, why do we need to wear the mask? Well, you need to wear the mask because it's still going to spread. Right? We still have to wear masks when we fly on airplanes? Apparently not because... Democrats took the picture as they were leaving the state of Texas from that vote they didn't want to partake in. They All these state legislative Democrats got on an airplane and flew out of the state because they didn't want to vote on that last week. Guess what? Took a picture, not wearing a mask. The story gets better, though. I don't know if you've heard it or not with the next level. All the Democrats, all 50 of them that got on an airplane, left the state because they didn't want to vote on the bill. Immigration bill or voting, I think it was a voting bill that they were uh, trying to leave and didn't want to vote on to try and stall the process, got on an airplane, left, not wearing a mask in the airplane as they took the picture. The latest from uh, the Associated Press, three of them have now been confirmed with COVID-19. <laughs> 
of them. Now, I hope with speedy recovery. I don't wish ill will on any of them, but come on. You can't write jokes like this. They say you need to wear masks. You have to wear masks. You're going to die from COVID if you don't wear the mask and socially distance. But we don't need to because we've all been vaccinated. We're going to get on an airplane to stick it to the Republicans and protest against their evil racist vote on immigration or voting or whatever they're going after. And then they end up contracting COVID. Now, three of them got it. How many others are asymptomatic or may have tested positive but they didn't want to be public because they've been very vocal on this issue? You can cut the irony with a butter knife. I'm telling you, these guys on the other side are hilarious. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So I told you before that I've never seen so much activism within the Republican Party this early before a midterm election before. And it just goes to prove that that continues on. The energy is absolutely out of this world. Next week on the program, I think we have like four different U.S. congressional candidates from all over the country coming on the program. And we have one from, I don't even know what states. I mean, we have candidates galore. We may even have one or two this week as well. So stay tuned. But yeah, we're getting election series, uh, election season up and going early because it's going to be important. And while I know that we still have issues to address with like voter fraud, election integrity, that sort of thing, we need to uh, we need to work on, which absolutely needs to be focus of ours to make sure what happened in November doesn't happen again. I'm not insinuating anything there. I'm just making the statement that something happened whether it was enough to make the election not accurate or not is up to you to determine but something did happen we know that happened and we always have voter fraud that's why democrats have changed kind of their tone a little bit from there was no voter fraud whatsoever to now there's no widespread voter fraud that actually happened widespread all over the place some kind of you know conspiracy there and i'm not saying there is i'm just saying that there is always voter fraud between and voter rollies that are inaccurate people that died people that moved states people that moved homes people that have maybe false ids people that have false social security numbers people that have misinformation i mean whatever the case is there is voter fraud in the system how widespread or how big it is is up for you to determine based on the evidence that you actually have and we're sick of it and republicans want to clean that up and it's not voter uh, limitation and trying to oppress individuals in certain communities from not being able to vote, we want to make sure that you validate who you are. Here in the state of Kansas, where I'm at, we had some of the most stringent voter ID laws in the nation, and it was beautiful. 
and to show your birth certificate or passport or something when you go and register to vote to prove that you are who you are. You had to get a little voter ID card and you stick it in your wallet and you keep it in your wallet. And when you go and vote, you show that to them. Actually, it's funny. I had mine for years and then I'd always show it every election. They're like, oh, we don't need that. We just need your ID. So I don't know what the purpose of it was, but I had it because I wanted to make sure that I was good. A lot of states don't do that. A lot of states don't sh- don't need to verify your photo ID or need to verify who you are or there's little tricks and treats around that. Or with the mail-in voting, they love the mail-in voting because then, oh, I'm here to you know collect your ballot. I'll just take it to the precinct for you. Don't worry about it. Just give me your stuff. Yeah, that needs to stop. That needs to go away. Andy, you're so hateful. No, it's just common sense that if you're going to vote, we need to verify who you are, and that's a simple process. So uh, as we get ready for the midterms, we need to focus on that side of it. But at the same time, we need to focus on the candidates and getting the right candidates, making sure that we have the right conservatives that are going to change the Republican Party to what we want it to be, to preserve our constitutional principles, to preserve what we stand for. And we can do it. Because there's a lot of candidates out there already starting it, oh, I don't know, a year and a half away from midterm election season. So we got tons of candidates coming on. Stay tuned in for those. But speaking of elections, let's get into what's trending here, shall we? What's trending today? Now, we do have a guest coming on the show on Wednesday this week to talk about this. But as the news continues to come out about the audit going on in Arizona with, what is that, uh, it's a, uh, what is it, Maricopa County, as we see nearly 74,000-ish ballots that are up for what the heck's going on here? But according to CNN, I love how CNN just dismisses it. An audit, quote unquote, is under quotations there. Arizona Senate held a Thursday briefing last week on the ongoing Republican initiated audit, quote unquote, of the 2020 election in Maricopa County, where Joe Biden outperformed Donald Trump by enough of a margin to win the state. Now, of course, they try to dismiss it. That's what media does. I'm not here to focus on that part because we already know that. We've had to go through six months of that. Here's the crazy part. There are 75, and for those that may not know what's going on in Maricopa County or Arizona and the concerns about the election being taken away from Biden from the uh, decertification in Arizona, here's the issue. There are 74,000 ballots in Maricopa County alone where we don't know where they came from. They said they weren't sent out for mail-in ballots. They somehow got counted and returned, but yet we don't have any recollection of them actually going out somewhere. So that's where the 74,000 ballots that could potentially be removed from Joe Biden. Now, here's the crazy part. If that happens, then that state gets decertified and those 11 electoral college votes gets taken away from Joe Biden. Enough to change the election? No, because we needed at least one more with either, uh, what was it, Georgia or Pennsylvania or Michigan. I know Michigan's working on some stuff as well. I'm not here to say the election's getting overturned. I am saying that there's an issue of 74,000 ballots where we don't know what happened. Now, of course, CNN has the uh, facts on there, the CNN facts first. There is no evidence of either fraud or any significant error with these ballots. Some individuals say that it wasn't necessarily a case of fraud with the random popping up of 74,000 ballots. Imagine 74,000. I don't know where they came from. (laughs) But they say it wasn't necessarily a case of fraud. It could be a quote-unquote clerical issue. It was a clerical. We didn't know where they came from. We just counted them. That was a mistake. We shouldn't have done so. I'm sorry. We'll decertify those. Here's the wild part to drive it home. Republicans, I think, are a little excited, maybe because they despise what Joe Biden's doing so much. According to TheHill.com, the majority of registered Republicans that took a national survey think that the election will be decertified in the state of Arizona with those electoral college votes. 
In fact, up to 62% of Arizona Republicans in the uh, predictive insight poll say that Trump will receive more votes in the state after the GOP audit is completed. Another 21% of Republicans in the state say that Biden's victory will stand, while another 16% say that they are unsure. The poll underscores the extent of which Arizona Republicans have been swayed by the, uh, again, the media here, the quote-unquote unsubstantiated claims that Trump and his allies, the alleged electoral misconduct and irregularities. Not here to say one way or the other, just reading the facts here. But imagine, now, this goes into the conversation with silencing on social media, the shadow banning, the stopping of of information, quote-unquote misinformation from the social media, because if you have 62% of an entire party in a state thinking that there is some type of voter fraud going on, we have a serious issue. This isn't some tiny little fringe, you know, outspoken person like the AOC types in the Democrat Party where they're, you know, actually kicked out of their own Democrat National Convention. They build a wall around the Democrat National Convention to keep those people out because they're the crazy radicals on the fringe. That's not what's going on here. We're not the Democrats that have 10 people out there screaming bloody murder and they're out there protesting while the rest of the party's like, wait a second, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. This isn't the French. This is the majority of the state Republican Party and the registered Republicans in the state, according to this poll, where 62% think that it was actually a rigged election with this irregularity of 74,000 ballots. That means the media's got to be addressing this, doesn't it? Even if they don't believe it, as journalists, wouldn't they be out there saying, you know what, there's something weird going on here. There's 74,000 ballots that are up in the air about where they came from, the origins, or being counted. And the vast majority of the state Republican members think that something fishy is going on here. Even though I may think it's bogus, maybe I should look into this a little bit. Dateline. Do something like that. Do the, My wife calls it murder porn. She loves watching her murder porn on Dateline. Make that into an episode on Dateline talking about voter irregularity. You don't have to give your opinion about it. Just say, and this person was seen with camera, you know, as they were walking out of the election booth. It looked very suspicious. I don't know what happened. And then had the family member, I was so sad that they turned out to vote for Donald Trump. I don't know what's going on with them. I feel so ashamed and we have to taint our family's name. Because that's kind of what they are like on that side of the aisle already, isn't it? But with the majority of the party, this is no longer a conspiratorial, tiny little fringe of the party. This is the mainstream discussion of up in the air, what the heck's going on, according to this poll. Now, obviously, again, take polls with a grain of salt because you're only surveying a certain amount of people. But at the same time, if that's the result you're getting, this should be groundbreaking for those to look a little bit closer to the actual issue, wouldn't you think? 61% of the Republicans agreed with the statement that, quote, evidence has been uncovered, which shows the election was stolen from President Donald Trump and a number of states and the media and election officials have called for Joe Biden. Now, again, the media, so far no evidence has emerged to suggest widespread voter fraud. Again, not voter fraud in general, just widespread voter fraud. Biden won the state by more than 10,000 votes in 2020. All right, so 10,000 votes, 74,000 votes are up in the air right now, and Biden won by 10,000. That calls for something crazy. Now, the latest that I've heard, and I saw an email from Donald Trump earlier today from his you know, the office of the 45th president of the United States, that they're not wanting to turn over different internet routers that had something to do with the online connection to the machines that actually counted the stuff and actually had an internet connection, which, by the way, they're not supposed to have internet connection, but they did. And they not, I guess they're having a hard time turning over the routers to actually diagnose some of these issues. So there's a lot more to get to there. But this has gone from 
tiny little fringe conspiracy of nutjobs that still just won't let go of the election in Donald Trump to, wow, maybe something weird's going on here. But yet they're not going to report it that way. They're going to try and smother this as much as possible. But you need to be aware of the travesty of this. This is turning out to be a way bigger story. And we need to know what that. So we're going to have an expert coming on on Wednesday, I believe, this week to talk about some of this. But as they continue on here, they have 74,243 mail-in ballots with no clear record of them actually being sent out in any way, shape, or form. Now, I don't know what the next step is. Because that's a lot of ballots to try and track down and to figure out where they got sent out to. Did they actually receive them? Did they get responded to? I guess instead of just, other than just going and knocking on the door of the people they were registered to and be like, hey, did you fill this out? Is this your thing? I guess that's all you can do, isn't it? But Maricopa County could be the change of the election in Arizona. And things beginning to slowly unravel. Whether you believe it or not, something's going on. I'm not saying what it is because I will not say it yet because I don't have verifiable proof. I have my opinion, and I think something shady happened, whether it was enough shadiness to actually change the entire election. I don't know because I don't have the information. I believe that something did shady, hap- uh, shady did happen, and I believe that there is a weird anomaly of 74,000 ballots, which to me is a lot of ballots to have kind of up in the air of, oh, a clerical error. But if that's what they're going to blame it on, that's kind of a weak-ass argument, isn't it? Hmm. The things that make you go, hmm. When we come back, we'll shift gears a little bit. The DACA being ended. Yeah, we'll touch on that for a second as well and cover on some of the latest in what's trending here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Last few minutes of the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Your millennial general trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. We're all over the place. Radio, TV, and our live stream and our podcast, all with the handle at Hoosier Reason on all the social media. The website at HoosierReason.com. I'm already starting to get some of the comments online from the uh, online streaming listeners. You sound like a Republican conspiracy theorist. Election fraud's been going on for years. Why is it now that they're making a big deal out of it? We've been trying to clean it up for a long time. Maybe we haven't been up to code with what's going on here, but we've been trying to clean up voter fraud for a long time. And guess what happens every time we say, hey, there's fraud going on. There's dead people that are still registered. There's like mail-in ballots from dead people that passed away. There's like lack of voter ID stuff. Then we're called a racist and we're saying that we're trying to narrow the vote for, you know, minority populations in certain communities. We don't want them to vote. We're getting rid of priests, all this other garbage. We've been trying to clean this up for a long time. In fact... From my home state right here in the state of Kansas, where we're based out of for our flagship, our former Secretary of State, Chris Kobach, who's now running for Attorney General in the state, uh, and we'll probably chat with him at some point on maybe the local program, but he's he's actually been involved a lot on the national level as well. During the Trump administration, he was going to come in as the quote-unquote immigration czar, and that ended up not happening, but he came in, and if you remember, during the uh, Trump reign, we had a commission, the voter integrity commission or the election integrity commission that was run by vice president mike pence and was headed by chris kobach former secretary of state here in kansas as we tried to create this database to verify not to centralize elections because that would be a really really dumb thing for all the democrats on the other side trying to push for hr1 trying to take away the ability to do elections at the local level and just centralize them at the federal government you want to talk about stupid that's kind of the epitome of it But what they tried to do was they tried to create some form of verification process to cross-check other voter uh, systems and other Secretary of State's offices and government databases from around the country to cross-examine to make sure that no one was uh, registered in multiple places to try and keep it up to date if there were deceased different things or if people were illegal or whatever the case was to try and prevent voter fraud. And you know what happened during that investigation? That entire commission lasted six months because the ACLU stopped it every step of the way because they said it was racist. They said it was a violation of privacy, although it's okay to collect metadata for some reason. We couldn't do anything anything it was worthless we got blocked by court cases all over the place so they ended up killing the commission we've tried to stop voter fraud and again i'm not saying that the election was rigged for sure i'm not saying that joe biden uh rigged the election to win that with widespread voter fraud what i am saying is that voter fraud did happen because yes it always happens we're frustrated with it happening because i want to make sure that my one vote actually counts in a proper way and not being you know 10 points behind because of all the illegal or improper votes that have been cast in some way shape or form i want to make sure that it's verified i want to make sure that it's fair and then whatever election result comes out i'm cool with i'm happy with but i want to make sure that we're at that level And whether it actually was enough to rig the election and change the results or not, I don't care. One illegal vote, one improper vote, one fraudulent vote is one too many, and I'm not going to deal with it. So we are going to clean up the system. So all these election laws that are coming out now in different states, Kansas has done one, Georgia's done one. Remember the whole Major League Baseball they ended up leaving from the All-Star game because they didn't like Georgia trying to do racist voter laws, voter IDs that are somehow racist because, you know, black people can't get voter IDs or any type of ID 
uh, verification or identification because they're too poor or stupid to know how to do that. Yeah, that, that's, that's not me. That's not my side. That's the other side. That's the Democrats saying we can't do voter ID laws because minorities are too stupid or too poor to get a photo ID to prove themselves when they go to the voting booth. That's that side of the aisle. That's ridiculous. And we've been screaming about that for years. And then whatever comes out at the end, then we know. All we know right now is that there is some type of irregularity in the system in the amount of 74,000 ballots in one county where we don't know where they came from. They weren't sent out according to the records. They did come in and get counted, though, and we want to find out why. If they're verified, then cool. If not, then guess what? We have a bigger issue in our hands. But I want the proof. I'm right there with you. I don't know the proof. I can't see it. I'm not part of the audit. I want to know. So I'd like that to be released. I'd like some kind of information to come out, and then we'll deal with it as it comes out. Call me a conspiracy theorist. We're the voice of reason here. We do reasonable things, common sense, reasonable things, and we look at the evidence and analyze it ourselves based on common sense, reason, and conservative principles because that's what we're all about. Podcast going up in just a little bit. We have one heck of a week for you. You're not going to miss it. Make sure to be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you back on the radio tomorrow and all week long. Big stuff coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. Until then, speak some reason. Do your thing. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.